just a heads up, everyone. Though we look at things through an optimistic lens on this show, some of the topics may be triggering and some of the language may be adult. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Aggressive Optimism Podcast. I'm Jenna Edwards, and I've overcome some pretty serious adversity in my life. And I just recently realized it was all because of this mindset I call aggressive optimism. I knew I wasn't the only one living with this way of thinking, and as I always say, there's a million ways to do anything. So I wanted to do this podcast so I could have conversations with others and learn how they overcome adversity and achieve their big goals and dreams and create the life they want to live. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Aggressive Optimism Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Edwards, and it's Friday, y'all, which means it is time for two small town girls who take on the world. Okay, so seriously, hi, Katie. Hi. (laughs) Um, Before we started recording, we're on video chat and the things that Katie was doing in the camera were making me laugh so hard that I was like, I can't record. I literally can't stop laughing um, because that's the kind of friendship we have and it's amazing. And so we want to share that friendship with you and we hope that you're having an amazing week and it is Thanksgiving week here in the United States. Um, We're recording this on Monday because both of us have tons of things going on this week for the holiday, Um, but you're listening to it on Friday. So hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you are celebrating that. Um, Katie and I are both very diligent about gratitude in our daily lives. Um, So it's nice to have this kind of day of reflection on all the things that we're grateful for. So Katie, how was your Thanksgiving? I'm kidding. It's Monday. We haven't had it yet. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not even going to pretend. I know, because why pretend? And, And quite frankly, Katie's not actually going to be at home in the traditional fashion for Thanksgiving. Tell everybody what you're doing because you're so fun. Oh, yeah. So tomorrow, Tuesday, you're listening to this on Friday. So a couple days ago, I took my family and jumped on a plane to Legoland in Orlando because who doesn't want to spend Thanksgiving looking at Legos and riding roller coasters? <laughs> so yes, who doesn't? I mean, it's, it's crazy. And then we're going to jump on a really quick, like three night cruise through Royal Caribbean that leaves right out of Port Canaveral. It's like an hour and a half from Orlando. And we're going to just go relax. And where does the cruise go to? It goes to the Bahamas. What? You're going to the Bahamas for Thanksgiving? By the way, you guys, (laughs) Katie didn't tell me this until today, like an hour ago. She's like, I'm like, when are we going to record our Friday episode? She's like, we have to do it today. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm like, what? I love that so much because your life is so crafted. Like you do, I just remember growing up in La Center, like this would never have been a reality for either of us growing up. And I just love, I think I'm the most thankful for that this year. Like one, I'm thankful for you because you reminded me of the fact that we have choice. Like you do that for me on a daily basis. But also I'm like so grateful that I'm aware that we have choice and both of us have kind of created a life that neither of us could have really dreamed of growing up. Oh, 100%. There's no question that the life that we have now is not the life I ever 
imagined. It's so much better, which I think is so cool because we're just getting started. I know. Isn't that the craziest? It's just, I mean, that's why we call this segment two small town girls who take on the world because both of us had ambitions growing up for sure. But I think there was still a piece of me growing up that was like, well, this is my dream, but maybe it's a pipe dream. Oh, for sure. You know, and so I love that on a regular basis, I get to talk to you and we both had the same kind of, well, we had the exact same environment as far as community growing up. And so it's a nice little reminder of what is possible because you literally live in the possibilities. Yes. And I love that. Like, I really do believe that you can do whatever it is that you want. You may not be able to have it all at once or, you know, all right away, but you have the choice. You have the capabilities of doing whatever it is that lights your hair on fire. Start small, take baby steps, and you'll get there. That's what's so fun about all of this stuff. But for me, choice is about control, and I'm a control freak. (laughs) I love that. So how do you, like, describe for me what that looks like for you, being a control freak as far as – because oftentimes I think people think of control freak as, like, I'm – super anal about how my desk is, is organized or I'm controlling of a certain aspect of my life. But you're talking about being controlling as far as literally designing your life. Right. So I don't like to be out of balance. And what I call harmony is how I try to stay in control through choice. So it, it kind of goes like this. I get to wake up every single day and decide how my mindset is before my feet even hit the ground. Like I get to decide that I get to make that choice, have that control of how I'm going to start my day. And I think once I realized that you could find harmony in, you know, how this life works, some days are busy with family. Some days are busy with work. Sometimes, you know, it goes back and forth and that's the best part. But the control comes from choice. Like I get to choose how I respond to whatever gets thrown at me. And that makes me feel in control. Mm, I love that. I love that you're, you're one of the few people who talk about being a control freak in the sense of actual things that you can control. (laughs) You know, like you can't control the traffic. You can't, which tends to stress typical control freaks out. You know, it's like, I want to be in control of my entire life, but you literally, that's impossible. So the only thing you actually can be a control freak about and still be happy is your mindset. Right. So interesting. I love that perspective. And you and I have never talked about it this way. So I'm so excited that the conversation has gone the direction it's gone. (laughs) Um, Oh, speaking of control... Also, the thing that you like to talk about a lot, which is going to lead us into something I want to announce, um, is this thing you call intentional margin. Let's talk a little bit about that because you can control certain parts of your day time-wise. Absolutely. So intentional margin is really just the buffer of space and time to create harmony between your to-dos and your priorities. This to-do list, this proverbial to-do list is a 
hamster wheel that is going, if you're like us, a thousand miles a minute as fast as you can. And the minute that you think you might be able to jump off, you're so freaking scared that all the plates you're spinning are going to come crashing down around you. So you stay on this hamster wheel and you try to just get, get through the day and you go to sleep at night. If you're like, like us at times, um, you just have this weight on your chest of this, this responsibility, this to-do list, like all of the things And with intentional margins, I advocate that you find your priorities, whatever those are, and that you make time to do those. So whether it's 10 minutes of just calming your mind before you pick up the kids at the bus stop or a meditation or writing a book or starting a side hustle or having date night, whatever those priorities are, if you plan in some of that, you will find more harmony in your day mm-hmm. and you will feel less overwhelmed. You will be more proactive instead of reactive. And all of those little habits start to trickle in and you discover that you really are in more harmony, which yeah, I think I is that. the best part. Like that's where all the good parts of life are. They're in our priorities. They're, I mean, they just are. It's all the things that we want to say that we accomplished or think about on our last days on earth. It's all absolutely life stuff. Yes. Forget about that in the, you know, hustle of the day. Absolutely. And I think that for me, it took a long time to give myself permission to focus on the priorities, right? Like specifically in regard to any projects that I was doing, in film and media because like you're so caught up in the day-to-day hustle of it all that you think like if you stop hustling for five minutes, people are going to think you're flaky or people are going to think you don't care or people are going to, you know, it's for me all about what other people thought about my commitment level. It wasn't, I've never had an issue with like what people think of me, like, oh my God, she's ugly or she, I hate her hair or like any of that stuff. I've, I don't care. But the thing that I care the most about is whether or not people think I care. Uh, and so I took, it took me a lot of years to realize that people don't think about me that much, <laughs> you know, and like. If I am passionately doing the thing that I want to be doing in the world, when I'm doing it, that's what they see. Absolutely. So if I decide to, which is what I'm going to do, by the way, you guys, in December, I've decided to not post any new podcasts and take a little hiatus so that I can readjust how I'm producing them for myself because they are, they're getting out of control. Um, you know, I knew taking on an, a daily podcast was going to be a big, big project, but I had never done it before. So I needed to go through the motions and experience it. And now I need to regroup and figure out how to, because I'm a one person show, you know, like it's only me doing the podcast. So I have to figure out how I can do the podcast while still doing the other things that bring in income or that are also a priority for me because I love doing the podcast. And so December is going to be that month where I'm going to go dark and hopefully people don't think I'm flaky, right? But 
it needs to happen in order for me to be able to sustain the schedule that I've created for myself. And so um, that took a long time for me to be okay with. Old me would have been like, you just have to keep doing it. You committed. Um, People are expecting this thing from you. And I would have gotten myself sick. I would have made myself sick getting the podcast out. But now I'm like, so in line with practicing what I preach and what I pre and what Katie and I preach in the community most of all is support and intentional margin and creating that harmony. And so um, I have to be an example of what I talk about. Otherwise I'm not in integrity, you know? Yeah. And so that's what's happening in December. There will be no new podcasts, but I probably will pop on Facebook Live because I miss you guys. (laughs) Or um, um, I'm definitely going to be posting some questions because I want to make the podcast more about what you want to hear about. Um, So definitely stay tuned. It's just there will be no new episodes. but that doesn't mean I'm not going to be out there in the world. It just means that I have to figure out my schedule. Um, and it's the holidays. Like as part of my priority, I want to be able to enjoy the holidays and set myself up for success in January. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, what are some of the intentional margins that you've been doing lately that have helped you prioritize, you know, what's, what's lighting your hair on fire besides taking the entire month off? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting because I definitely don't want to take the month off without having a plan for how to make that month productive moving forward. So a lot of the things that I've been doing intentionally are writing down specific projects that I want to do what I call pre-production because my background is film. (laughs) So it's like pre-producing the project um, that I want to get done in 2020 in December. So making that to-do list and and starting to create that binder, if you will, um, of how I'm going to use my time in December to be the most effective so that I can deliver really great content to you guys in January. And also be able to knock out this speaking career that I'm so passionate about. So anyone listening, if you have schools that would want to bring me in to do assembly speaking, like this is definitely a priority for me. I want to be speaking like 50 stages next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I I hope that answers your question. I mean, I've been journaling a lot more in the morning, which I've noticed for me is an intentional margin that I 100% need to be continuously doing because it always sets my day up better. I love that. It's such a good like morning routine, like Mm -hmm. a morning ritual thing. Like I journal every morning. Yeah. I think about that. This is a kind of off on a tangent, but (laughs) when you like think about, um, you know, setting goals or creating new habits, there's like a way that you're supposed to do it. And one of it is like, I like in the present tense, like I journal every morning. I am an exceptional wife. I eat healthy Mm. food to nourish my body. I drink eight glasses of water a day, like whatever those are so that you can then be reminded of like how you're supposed to act and then show up for yourself. Mm. Yeah. It's so interesting because I definitely 
do that as thank you for reminding me because I've done that in the past, I should say. Yeah. Um, and the first like two weeks, I always feel like a big giant liar. <laughs> it's like, I drink eight glasses of water a day. No, you don't. You only drink six last night <laughs> or yesterday, you know, but you have to like overcome that imposter syndrome in order to like have your present self meet up with your, your dream self. Really? Yeah. So fascinating. But yeah, I love that tangent. (laughs) It's so cool because like, again, control, choice, it all comes back to like, you get to decide whether you drink eight glasses of water a day or not. Like that's on you. Absolutely. (laughs) It is right. And we tend to make excuses of the outside forces, but that's why I love what you were saying earlier in the episode of choice. I get to choose how I'm going to show up every day. And if we set that intentional margin to set the intention of how we're going to show up every day, I feel like that's like a five-minute practice that could change our lives. I mean, you're winning. You're winning right away. I know. So fascinating. Who doesn't want to win? So speaking of, since this is the last episode of 2019, I just realized, how crazy is that? Oh my gosh. So it's basically like our... Our thanks 2019. What are some of the things you're most grateful for in 2019? Oh, wow. I'm grateful for you. Same. I mean, not even just to say that, but for real. Like this friendship that we've created over the last year has been completely life-changing. And And so intentional. Like we put boundaries around it at the beginning and we were very (laughs) intentional. I know. Isn't that great? Oh my gosh. It's been so much fun. I am grateful that I am back in California. Oh, hallelujah. So grateful. So grateful. How about you? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm kind of cheesy. I'm grateful for like all of the things. Like I have a healthy family. I'm mm. healthy. My husband's still bees knees. I mean, what could be better than that? You know what I mean? Like all those kinds of things. I am also grateful for that. Right. But I mean, I, we've gone through a lot of transition in 2019 with our companies, mm-hmm. um, my business, it's had just massive growth and the relationships that we've, that I've made along the way at conferences and masterminds have really you know, transitioned a lot of the thinking. It's crazy pants. Yeah. Was 2019 the year you became a best-selling author or was that 2018? Um, oh my gosh. So much stuff has happened this year. Like it would literally take three hours for me to list all the things I'm grateful for. <laughs> I, know. I don't know. I think it was 2018. I think it was 2018. It's crazy. There's been, it, there's just been so much and it's been super, super fun. And, um, you know, I'm grateful that I'm in a place where I get to serve a community that is exactly the kind of people that I want to hang out with. Yes. So good. Yeah. It's super in alignment. It's exactly what I've meant to do. It's. Oh, 100%. It's literally like, if you plopped Katie in the middle of the definition of creating community, it'd be like, you're the poster child for it. Oh, thank you. It's, it's so really, good. it feels right. And, um, 2020 is going to be massive. Yeah. It's, just fun. it's exciting. I love it. It's a new decade. 
There's so I know. Much- I keep forgetting that. How crazy is that? I know. It's so good. So what are your biggest dreams for 2020? Wow. That's a good question. Mm. So for me, um, I have this thesis that I've been working on um, called, well, the working title right now is Community is in Your DNA. And I'm really excited to develop that and to research on a deeper level what that means because mm-hmm. I think that there's so much goodness right there. And I'm, and I'm speaking about it to um, organizations, which is really fun. So it's fun to get a lot of different people, um, people's perception on what that looks like. Yes. So, so the dream is definitely a TED Talk on that. Yes. So anybody listening, if you have a local TEDx, Katie's amazing. Just throwing it out there. (laughs) Make her 2020 dreams come true. Like spread the message of community. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really fun. Community is going to be a big part of, it really is all I think about. I live, breathe and breathe it. And I'm really excited to articulate that in a different way moving forward. And, and continuing with intentional margins. Look, you can't have a thriving community and be a part of something if you're not making time for it. So in order to make time for that kind of stuff, you have to create margin if it's a priority to you. So, so tell me, what is your big dream for 2020? My big dream for 2020 is to make enough income spreading the message of aggressive optimism to put a down payment on a house in Burbank. That is like, I am so clear on that because I am definitely someone who is affected by the space that I'm in. And I need to, like, I just, it's time for me to own my own home. And Burbank is 100% where I want to be in the world. And the coolest part about that is that I get to spread the message of aggressive optimism in order to make that dream come true. So it's like creating two dreams at once and also like doing something that I'm super passionate about, right? I love speaking to high schoolers and college students about this idea that you can overcome any obstacle that gets in your way. You just have to be aggressive about the optimism piece about it, right? So in order to do that, I definitely need to have like, I think it's 64 school talks um, in the next year. Awesome. So that is, I'm very intentional and very specific about it. And so anybody listening, if you can help me make my dream happen, I would be eternally grateful. Um, But yeah, I I definitely, that's it. That's my 100% focus. And I feel like the podcast is just a great way to be able to spread the message, right? So doing the podcast, doing speaking, um outlining. I'm, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to write the book next year, but I definitely am outlining aggressive optimism in the new year as well. So good. So good. So why don't we, I don't know. I feel like I want to know if anybody, if anybody's listening to this, mm-hmm. I want to know what your goals are. Ooh, now, yes. I wonder if there's a way to, um, you know, like on the Facebook page or whatever, like write comment like what are your goals what are you working toward how are you going to get there like whatever it is what's your dream yes so i can like cheer you on oh totally i would i would love for you guys to post on either instagram or facebook below this episode post uh 
what your goals for 2020 are and what you need from people in order to achieve them. Because if we can all start helping each other, like, how great would the world be? It would be be life-changing for a lot of people. So definitely post your goals, post what you need to achieve them, um, post your plan, like all that stuff. Let's get the conversation started. And for Katie and I, we just wish you, I'm speaking for Katie because I'm sure she agrees. We just wish you guys like the best December ever. Um, And happy, happy holidays, no matter what holiday you're celebrating. I hope that you take some time to sit and reflect on this last year and recognize, because I'm sure a lot of us beat ourselves up for not doing the things that we had set out to do in the year, but I'm sure you accomplished way more than you're giving yourself credit for. (laughs) And so definitely take stock of all of the things that you did accomplish and then write your goals for 2020. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's 2020, which is clear vision. So have a clear vision for your new year and post it um, and share with us because we would love to, like Katie said, cheer you on. Uh, We will be coming back at you in January with all new episodes. And I'm so excited about that because I've got some really cool interviews lined up. Um, Also, I would love to know what you guys want me to talk about. If you have anybody you want me to have a conversation with, like maybe I should start a nominating thing I don't know. This is all stuff I can think about in December, which is why I am taking it off. (laughs) I love it. It's going to be fire. 2020 is going to start with some serious fire and it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. So much fun. So much fun. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been such an incredible experience to cap off 2019 with. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for being you and being on the show. You're just amazing. You guys have been listening to the Aggressive Optimism Podcast, Two Small Town Girls Who Take on the World. (laughs) I'm your host, Jenna Edwards. You've been listening to Katie Jeffcoat. We will see you or talk to you rather in the new year. Until then, have a great rest of 2019. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I really hope you'll join me next time. The Aggressive Optimism Podcast is made possible through affiliate programs. So if you'd like to support the podcast and get some really great products for yourself, head on over to the offerings page at aggressiveoptimism.com. And if you want a little more aggressive optimism in your life, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Jenna Edwards Life. I'll see you over there. Until then, have a good one.